Okay, what's happening, people? Uh, my name is B Desalu. Uh, this is another episode of Financial Thoughts, the podcast. I'm not sure how I'm going to actually word that, um, but yeah, now the right. So we're on episode three, and this time with you know I've just got this brand new shiny microphone, so hopefully my voice sounds a bit clearer. That might be actually worse for you. I'm not sure, um, but anyway. So today we're going to be talking about the worst ways to make money online or offline, whatever. Um, so basically, what we're looking at is, well, I guess, it's more personal to me, I guess, and it's stuff that I've kind of, it's, it's um, you know, opportunities, you could call them, um, that I've kind of come across, and to me, they just make no sense. And, and why I want to do this as well is because I see a lot of people falling into these kind of traps and falling into these, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to call them scams, but I think, when someone's selling you something or selling you a business or an idea and almost using you as a commodity, um, I think that, that, to me, it's wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't personally like it. So I just wanted to highlight um, not only those kind of businesses, but also, you know, different different things that you, you might, you know, f- you might uh, be able to find better alternatives to get into or to put your money into. Um, but yeah, I've got a couple of bugbears, um, a couple of things that just kind of piss me off, to be honest. Um, so, I'll, you know, I'll go over them <laughs> as well. And, you know, not to really stand on anyone's toes or anything like that, but, um, you know, it's more, I guess, just putting my perspective out there. And if it makes sense to you, it probably could rile up a few people, you know, because what, what can happen as well is you can be into one of these things quite deep. Um, and it might annoy you to have a contradictory because it's, you know, a lot of people going about, you know, positive mindset, um, which is, which is cool, but you, you want to kind of, you want to, you want to, you want to have an open mind. So if anyone says, if you're doing, if you're in the middle of doing something and someone says, oh, like, wait a minute, I've just found out this research about, you know, this thing and those people getting scammed, you should you should try and keep an open mind. You know what I mean? Like, don't take offense to it. Don't attach yourself to it. Like, even even the stuff that I am invested in, I'm not completely attached to it. I know that tomorrow it could be over. Do you know what I mean? So I think don't fully just buy into everything or buy into something because it, it gets a little bit of success. Um, so anyway, so we're going to try and do five. There's one that's a bit iffy because I'm not sure if people do it anymore, but I'm just going to put it out there as well. Um... So let's get into it, man. All right, so the first one, and this is something everyone does. Everyone's got one. Everyone puts their money into it. You're invested into it. I'm invested into it in some, to some extent. Um, and we shouldn't be as much as we are. Um, you could probably guess it. It's banks. So your modern, your, your modern, normal high street bank, your Barclays, um, Santander's, all, all those type of, all those guys who are making millions and billions themselves. Um, and why I say this is because, yeah, obviously you need a bank account. You need a bank account to get paid. You need a bank account for business. Um, you need a bank account full stop. But really, you shouldn't look at it as an investment because people put money in a bank account and they look at it as, you know, savings and, oh, you know, I'm going to get this interest rate and blah, blah, blah. And you shouldn't, it's the last investment that you should make. It's the last place that you should keep your money, right? So it's a place where, it's kind of purgatory for <laughs> it's purgatory for money so it's not it's in the middle it's in limbo do you know what i mean it's you haven't decided what to do with it yet but you need to decide what to do with it asap kind of thing um 
you know, it's, it's money that's uh, it's money money that's just about to go to heaven. Anyway, stop being stupid. Um, but like, all right. So 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 why do I say that? Because basically, if you if you have your money in account in an account, I mean, I was just looking at the interest rates now, um, and the best interest you can get interest rates you can get. Um, you know, you've got I think Sainsbury's post office, blah blah blah. But the the maximum I can see anyway this year is two percent, two point oh five percent. That's cool, <laughs> right? That's that's all right. So if you put your money, if you if you have a, a thousand quid and you put it into um, a bank account today, in a year's time, you'll get twenty quid back plus your plus your thousand. You get to keep your thousand. Um, Right, that's that's cool. That's good, right? So it's twenty pound more than you had the previous year. But the problem is the inflation rate is actually three percent, right? So what that means is that your thousand pound is actually worth now, in last year in the year. So we got a thousand pound two thousand eighteen in two thousand nineteen. Your thousand pound is going to be worth nine hundred and seventy pounds, right? So even though you've got your interest of the twenty pound, you've now um, what do you call it? You've now you've made your twenty pounds, so now you've got nine hundred and ninety pounds. So you've actually lost ten pounds. So not only have you not made money, you've lost ten pounds. And you, in your mind, you're thinking, "Oh yeah, you know, I put my money away, and I'm, I'm, um, you know, I'm making money, and blah blah blah. I didn't even have to do anything." Well, no, you haven't because you've lost, <laughs> you've lost ten pounds, um, and you've held that money for nothing basically because that thousand pound you could have invested in something else. And you could have made money from that. So you've lost the potential, the opportunity cost of making money with it. And you've also literally lost £10 in value. Um, so it's not the best. If you've got the mindset of like, you know, I just want to put money away and save it. Um, it's, it's the worst thing to do because it is the, I guess the, the benefits of it. Let me not, you know, uh, degrade it completely. The benefits of it are, of course, you need it. It's got to be there, right? Um, but you can move money fast, right? So you can move money quickly around. Um, so when it's in there, you can pay off this, pay off that, blah, blah, blah. A lot of stuff you invest in, you have to hold the money there, right? So having said that, it's no real, it's not really better than just keeping your money in your hand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not really that much better. The only difference is you can, you got internet banking or whatever. Um, the other benefit is it's safe, right? So it's you, you're not you're not going to lose it. Um, but again, uh, is, is that much of a benefit? Um, you're not going to lose it though. Whereas some investments, you could lose money for you know stock stocks uh, stock market, you could lose money on that. Um, loads of stuff. So it's risk and reward. So if you're willing to literally make nothing on it or to lose slightly, you know, 0.1 percent, then it's worth doing <laughs> if you really don't want to lose money. If you're that you know, scared of it or whatever. But if you want to make money, and that's what we're here for, that's what you're listening to the podcast for, um, then invest it in literally anything else that's not too risky. Um, But if you are looking for like a solid alternative, what I'd suggest is peer-to-peer lending, which is basically you're lending to other people or you can can borrow money actually as well. So it it caters for both sides. Um, But yeah, so so peer-to-peer lending, I'm, I'm trying to think of a name... Uh, I used to actually know that there's, there's one there's one for businesses funding circle where you invest in businesses and then you get a percentage back so you can how it works you can you're investing you're essentially you're investing to someone else 
but there's no bank instead there's this website funding circle or you know other other sites that do it um so there's no bank taking out crazy or investing your money separately or and making money for themselves or anything like that it's uh it's peer-to-peer so um so what will happen is you can i think some of them you can actually rate uh you can look into the credit scores of the people where you can say all right cool i want to lend to this person or you know you can kind of balance it so so if their credit score isn't that good maybe you can charge a bit more on in interest but basically on average you're likely to make seven percent um interest back per year and it seems pretty um you know low risk to me so obviously if you're making seven percent uh if we use the same example the thousand pound you're making one thousand seventy pound so you're making a seventy pound on top your inflation obviously is going to scale you back a bit so you know you're losing 30 pound or 30 something pound or whatever but you're gaining 40 pound for every every run that you're putting in so it's not bad it's not bad it's it's not i mean you're not going to set the world alight doing it um but at least it's a way to make more than the inflation and make more make a little bit on top so i think worth it would be worth like okay so if you put in what like 10 if you put in like 10 grand that's what 700 pound you'll make or you know 20 grand you know 1400 and then so if you've got a lot of money like that to put in it's, it might be worth a look because that's i mean that's not bad do you know what i'm saying and if that can compound as well um you can make a little bit of money from that alternative to that obviously um you know stocks like we mentioned i mentioned that in the previous podcast I think there's something with bonds and all that. Um, if you check out, uh, what's his name, Martin Lewis. Martin Lewis, my mum loves him. Martin Lewis, money saving expert. Um, he's got a lot of options for like alternatives to bank accounts. So I think, and by the way, I don't really care about promoting other people. It's, you know, if they're bringing value, they're bringing value. Um, but yeah, so I think just keep an open mind and don't, this is what annoys me as well. I don't, I don't want to get into a whole rant about it. Um, but at school, you don't really learn this type of stuff. Like no one, like I was never told that, listen, if you keep your money in an account, you're actually going to lose money year on year. I wasn't really told that, do you know what I mean? I, practic- I wasn't really told practical stuff about finance. So these type of things are, are very important to just, just be aware of and to know. And obviously, if you know if you, if you can't really be bothered and you want to leave your money in an account, then leave your money in an account, do you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. Um, but also, another thing as well is that the... 2% I mentioned before, I think that's if you hold your money or if you if you put a certain amount in every month, then you get the 2% rate. So the 2% isn't just a standard rate. It's actually, you know, you've got to put in money and you've got to invest. So if you're going to invest anyway, then you might as well invest in something that's going to make you more than a loss, <laughs> than a guaranteed loss. So anyway, so that's number five. And we all do that. So if, if that's, you know, if that's you as well, then maybe it's something to look into. Um... Okay, let's let's get controversial, man. It's very of the moment. Um, we're talking about some cryptocurrencies, man. Um, and when I say cryptocurrencies as well, um, I'm not even going to be too specific. I'm going to obviously I'm going to mention all the, the known ones, but not going to get too specific um, because what what I think really the thing with cryptocurrencies at the moment is it's it's been it's always been a thing that you've seen it before with like the dot com thing. Um, subprime mortgages and all this kind of stuff. Um, even back in the day, with the the Holland, the tulips when the when the tulips, the price of tulips went up for some reason, 
or you know gold prospe prospectors and all that basically we have to understand with this type of stuff um cryptocurrencies all the other stuff i mentioned is that it's based purely off emotion right so these are commodities I, I well i put down in my notes commodities that are driven by fomo which is fear of missing out that's not a business term at all <laughs> um but yeah commo like commodities that are so people are what happens is you get something that and there's a whole life cycle to this as well it starts off you know year one or whatever not many people know about it it's quite useful people are starting to grab on like the early adopters come on blah 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 um and eventually anyway it gets to a kind of mainstream thing so what what you have is you have a load of people saying oh man like i put in 100 pound and now i've made two grand and it keeps rising whatever it is but let's let's get specific we'll talk about bitcoin um so obviously bitcoin hit like 20 grand so when it hit 20 grand twenty thousand dollars i think it was um everyone was like yo like oh man i need to find out about this bitcoin like oh i wish i wish i invested i should have invested like before the thing is <laughs> when people say that like you weren't investing in anything before anyway like there was no you, you there was no investments you were making before so it wasn't a thing where you all it is that you heard of it before and now you're thinking oh like i should have invested but you weren't gonna it's not like there was an alternative you just weren't investing so that's why i say it's like it's good to get in the investing mindset and actually when these opportunities come you're like oh okay cool let, let me let me have a go at that because you're lying to yourself if, if you're saying if you've never invested and you're saying oh i should have invested in bitcoin because you wouldn't have because you haven't invested in anything else so it's good to, it's really good to get into that mindset of like investing or looking out or just keeping your ears open about this kind of stuff because what most people do is wait till it gets to the mainstream um wait till everyone's talking about it and then become part of that herd that sheep herd that goes towards um whether it's bitcoin or dot coms or whatever um that goes towards it and what it means is that all you're doing is providing the value for it so that the early investors can cash out and make their money right so that's that's how it works so with you have to like with with um stock market with uh shares and um what do you call it commodities and all this type of thing it's, it's usually driven off emotion like even when something happens because a big change can come out like if the ceo comes out and says oh you know we're going to focus on this this year or whatever um if it's a share then you know people people write newspaper stories about it and it gets out in the mainstream and you know people either invest or they don't invest based on that and it's, it's really driven off emotion now the thing why i never thought cryptocurrency really made it just didn't make sense to me because for one it wasn't even a commodity see there's not a baseline value so this thing if this if bitcoin crashes it crashes completely do you know what I mean? Like it, it completely goes because there's no real, there's no tangible asset. Number one, there's no company, there's nothing. So it, I'm not saying it would, but it has, it can. is is very possible that it could lose all its value. Do you get what I mean? Or lose a lot of its value. So that's number one. Two is that what's the real world application at the moment? So with Bitcoin, to me, like it's it's actually an amazing idea and it's an amazing amazing concept. And it's something that I think will, it will probably happen at some point. You will get a deregulation of, of money or, you know, currency or whatever. So it's something that will happen, but it's definitely not going to happen now. And the reason why I say that is because people are not investing thinking that we're going to move to Bitcoin. They're investing thinking, I'm going to sell my Bitcoin and then make cash. 
get my cash back. So you just still, you're still in the cash system. You're not, you haven't bought into it. You've just bought into the idea that this thing could make you money. So if you think about it for a second, like there's no, like there's not really a danger that that's going to change anytime soon. It will, like I said, it will change at some point, maybe 10 years, maybe even five years, whatever, but it's not going to change tomorrow, in it? So you need to really work out what your long-term investment is and what you're, what you're trying to do with your investment. Like, are you investing for 20 years? If you're investing for 20 years, then maybe it's not a bad idea. But if you're looking to make money within the next year or a couple of years, like I wouldn't do it to be honest. I wouldn't even invest for twenty years. It's like I'll be honest, because that's risky as well. So I don't know. There's just there's just not enough to it really. I think if you're if you're trying to play the system like the the day game day trading thing, um, which I've mentioned in the last podcast, I don't really like personally. If you're trying to do that, then there's probably a way to make money um, with it. As in, you know, because it's so volatile. Buy it when it's relatively cheap, sell it, blah blah blah. Um, but I think I just I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it, I'm being honest. Um, there's so with Bitcoin, Bitcoin it could be part of an overall strategy. So say your strategy is all right, cool, I'm I'm gonna go for a couple high risk commodities or stocks, I'm gonna go for a couple low risk ones, and my port so your portfolio is quite rounded, do you know what I'm saying? But I think what people are doing is they're just investing in Bitcoin or just investing in cryptocurrencies. And to me, it doesn't make sense. And you really need to work out what your purpose, are you just trying to make a quick buck? Um, are you trying to do this long-term? And I think if you're not doing this long-term, you're gonna be at a disadvantage because there's people that do this for a living. There's people that do this every day um, and you will get bitten. Unless this is, you know, this has been your daytime job, your day job or whatever. Um, I just think like, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. But I would recommend looking into, like I said previously, in the previous podcast, look into stocks, look into things. You know, have your strategy down. Learn, learn the game, and then invest into it. And don't expect crazy returns. Like let's let's bring it to more realistic levels. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you could make a hundred percent, or you could make. You know, I, mean, I know cryptocurrency was crazy um, when it was rising. Um, but get that, like, just when it's too good to be true like that, when people are making that much money um, and you haven't got in at the beginning, if you got in at the beginning, hey, well done, hats off to you, congratulations, you probably don't even need me to say anything about it. But if you're coming in at this point, um, I just, uh, I don't know, I'd be wary of it, that's all I'm saying. Um, okay, next one. Okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be another controversial one, but okay. So <laughs> the reason why I hesitate is because um, I know a couple of people that do this, and I've, I've heard kind of the, the good and the bad of it. Um, but anyway, let's whatever, man. Door to door sales uh, we're talking about now. Door to door sales. First of all, yeah, there's there's positives to it. So you can. You can uh, you you can improve your skills a lot. Um, that's number one. Um, so you can uh, you, you know just doing it. You'll you'll get in front of people. You learn how to sell um, your skills, your confidence. Probably maybe um, things will things will improve and all that. Um, but like in terms of a long term strategy, and in terms of you seeing it as a business opportunity i can't see it 
Because what a lot of these people do is they make you self-employed. And what that means is that when you when you when you break it down, you you'll have to to make even just a standard wage, like a minimum wage, you'll have to work out like maybe more definitely more than eight hours. Um, but like twelve hours maybe every day of the week, like and there's kind of like a cult thing that's uh, that emanates out of you know door to door sales companies. Um, maybe maybe like like the ones that no I don't even know <laughs> like I can't even say it's official but um, but there's just like a there's a cult kind of thing where you they want you to change your mindset um, and it's very kind of money driven and this and that and it's just like. I don't know, it just doesn't feel like a natural fit, do you know what I'm saying? And is if you can make it in that world, yeah, hats off to you, yeah? Because, you know, you're, you're a beast, like, you're, you you really wanted it. But I, I also think that if you have that much energy and have that much drive and get up and go, there's just better things that you could be doing, do you know what I'm saying? Especially if you they're making you go self-employed anyway. So if you have to go self-employed, go self-employed, but find out better ways to make money where, you, where you're not killing yourself and you're not bothering people. Um, you know, there's so, so much stuff you can do. You can import from China, you can sell your own stuff. I don't know why you need that company that much. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I know some, maybe sometimes they get contracts for like uh, phone companies or whatever, but I don't know. I just think there's, it's probably something you could do yourself. But then having said that, like I said, it's, it is good experience to to just do it, I guess, and to do those sales. Um, so, the, so for me, that's that's maybe the only redeeming feature. Um, but I just think that there's a lot there's a lot better ways that you can make money, and and it's it's really commendable to, for you to have that much um, get up and go. But the thing is, like most people I know that's that, that's had a go at that, they've lasted maybe a month tops because it's so energy sapping for no money at all. And normally, like, with, with those type of jobs where it takes up a lot of energy and a lot of time and not much money, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. With these type of jobs, to me, it's just, it's just more kind of shit on shit, to be honest, man. Because, like, they'll promote you and then you've now got to get these other people um, in to work at this place. And you know that they're going to go through shit. <laughs> Like, do you know what I'm saying? But you've kind of just got to do it because that's that's the route. Um, so I can't. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Like I know I know a couple of people that have done really well off it, but they busted their ass and they're not they're not doing it anymore. I think I think it's quite intense to do it for a long period of time. Um, I went for an interview um, for one of these. I can't even remember what it was what the company was called. So I can't warn you about it. It was something something generic like resource. <laughs> resource planet or I don't know man resource building I don't know man it was just something kind of generic where you couldn't tell what what it was about you couldn't home resource I don't know you couldn't you couldn't tell what the company was about um, it was very vague I can't like when, when I applied for it I think it was it was in Reading and it was something like sales Business, business analyst or something like that and then I got in there and I was confused I didn't know what I still didn't know what was going on and it was like a rented office and then the woman goes like oh talks to me for a couple minutes 
starts selling herself and then the woman goes oh, okay so what we're going to do there's two routes you can take there's one where you just do the door-to-door sales um no she didn't even say that actually she didn't say door-to-door sales she said there's one route where you can you know do the sales and you know people are happy some people are happy doing that they make their money they go home blah blah she it felt like she was kind of coming down on them a bit and she goes the other route is where you can aim to be like a supervisor manager promotion get promoted blah 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 and if you do well in that you then hire people and all this and she was talking all this and she never once said it was door-to-door sales so i was so confused i said to her like what's like what is this what is going on like what is this about you're not actually telling me what the thing is that i'll be doing day to day and i had to ask her about three four times and then she finally said yeah you know there will be some door-to-door sales involved and this and that and from then i just thought nah man it's like i got it like but i think everyone gets it anyway um and it was just like why like why not just be true like the fact that you're not even truthful and it was just murky and like it was all over the shop man and i, I just wasn't you no know, i wasn't biting into it um but but like i said some people get caught up in it and i just want to say like if you do get those kind of opportunities just look around look because if you're if they're making you self-employed you might as well do some stuff that's going to make you more money and get, spend less time doing it than door-to-door sales and it's you know i don't know i, I just i've never really liked it honestly um okay so next one which kind of it's, it's a little similar but there's a few differences um so it's mlms points for anyone who knows what that stands for if you know what that stands for you've probably done it before it's multi-level marketing so multi-level marketing is similar to door-to-door sales actually but you got so you go into a company so it's like your herbal lives um i think it's acn or something someone tried to recruit me to that um there's a few of them there's been there's been a few in the past as well that have really kind of taken off um so multi-level marketing is the uh, so basically the company well actually let me let me let me take you through this this is how it goes yeah this is what this is what happens this is a multi-level marketing experience so you'll have a friend maybe maybe don't talk to them that much on facebook or whatever but they'll message you, or it could be a close friend as well, actually. And they'll go, oh, listen, you know what, yeah? I've just, I've just, um, I've, I've been doing quite well recently, man. I've, I've been working on, been working with this business, Herbal Life. And, you know, I've been doing quite well, getting quite a few sales and all that. And, you know what, I think you're, you're, you're quite business-minded. I think you'll be good at this. I think this will be a great, I think, you know what, this is a great opportunity for you to get into. Um, what, what you can do is you know just uh just let me know let me know if you're interested there's a free seminar thing on free training seminar thing on monday um you know free biscuits uh set you know really really swanky um hotel hotel bar place um come down they're doing a little presentation if you're feeling it come uh you know uh, join up or whatever if you're not feeling it not feeling it, it's not for you so <laughs> so why it's clever is because it gets people who are quite close to you or whatever and or it gets you to get people that are close to you and get people into this thing so that you sell products for this company right so or it could be a thing where you buy 
you buy the products off the company, you have to buy the products off the company, or you have to buy a certain amount every month, and then you sell it to, supposedly you, you sell it to people, um, you know, that you know around your area or whatever. But that's not the real business, right? That wouldn't be that bad. If, the, if there was a company that did that, it wouldn't be that bad. If, if it was a thing where, oh, like, I just recruit someone, I've got this great product, they sell, they make their, I make a bit of commission off it, blah, 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 blah. That wouldn't be bad. But the problem with these companies is that the main business isn't the products that they sell. The main business is recruiting people. Because what you'll find is that there's you'll get bonuses for recruiting people. So if um, I'm recruiting someone, um, I'll probably get a bonus of like £200, say. And the, the fee to even learn, the fee to train, right? So you do the, you do the initial seminar that I mentioned before. Um, you say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm interested in that. They go, all right, listen, if you if you care about your, you know, we really want to see your commitment, and if you really care about what you're doing, blah, 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 you won't mind paying this, but it's going to be £400 to sign up. Um, and that will get you on the books, we'll get you self-employed, we'll do the whole thing. So you go, hey, wait wait a minute, like, no, that's that's a lot of money, like £400, like, when will I make that back? And then they'll go something like, listen, if you if you don't believe in yourself that you can do it, then we don't want you. <laughs> you're not you're not worth it like you need to have that belief and if, if 400 pounds if you're worried about 400 pounds you're not you're not really you're not going to make it anyway like you haven't got that drive you haven't got that push wait wait how, hold on wait a minute i've, I've got drive i've got put i believe in myself and it's, it's quite um psychological almost like it reminds me of a cult i'll be honest because everyone i've talked to who's who's gone into this and they talk to me about it it's like it's it's almost like cultish behavior like they tell them not to tell not to tell the people how much they're making. Um, there's certain things. It's almost like Scientology or something, man. Like the way the way they the way they're taught to sell it to people, it's just to me it's just off key. Like it's well off key. Like, um, and it's you don't get any answers because I was always interested. When I had like two or three people approach me about um, the last kind of wave that took over, um, I think it was ACN or something, um, and like even even the guys that told me, great guys, man, I like them. Which is why I even thought, oh, all right, let me let me hear what you're saying, kind of thing. And it was just like, you know, it just reminded me of that interview I had about the door-to-door sales. It was just murky, like they weren't telling me the exact thing. They weren't saying because if you say if you say, all right, cool, I made two grand this month and I worked X amount of hours. I worked forty hours or something a week, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, if you if you're saying that, then. At least you know the facts. Do you know what I'm saying? And they can be like, oh, you know, it's tough. Because when, when you talk to people, when you talk to people in normal jobs, they're like, oh man, this job, man, oh, it's so long, forty hours. Oh, I only got paid this, or blah blah blah. And I don't really encourage that mindset, but at least you know there's kind of like a realism to it. Or they might, or they might even say, oh yeah, you know, I enjoyed this, but I didn't enjoy that, and it pays good, but it's a lot of work, blah blah. blah. But with these kind of um, multi-level market MLM people. Um, there's no bad side. Like when you talk to them, there's absolutely no bad side. The only bad side is if you don't have the belief you can make it. That's that's it. That's the only thing. So it's kind of, it's just, uh, I just, I just don't like it, man. And what annoys me as well is that a lot of people get roped into it. Um, and it's almost like, you know, someone getting into a cult, literally getting into a cult. It's just that the the money, the, the, what they worship is money instead of a deity. Um, and it's just it's almost sad it's sad to see it um, but I don't like it because it's really teaching 
terrible business practices is putting money above everything else. So even even money above the kind of relationship you have with your friends, because as far as I see, if someone if someone's selling that to me, it's almost like they're they're frauding me to an extent because they're not telling me the full truth. Now, I know it's not their fault because you know they've kind of got wrapped up into it and blah 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 blah. But at the same time, it is kind of fraud. It's deceptive. Do you get what I'm saying? So. It could, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, necessarily be angry at the person or whatever. I'm more angry at the business. Um, but I could see it kind of ruining relationships because you could get someone into something and it could potentially ruin their life. I mean, it was a big thing. Um, if you get a chance, watch, I think it's Betting on Zero, it's called. It's on Netflix. So it's, it's about Herbalife. Amazing, amazing documentary um, with, with basically someone who is shorting the herbal life stock so basically they're betting against herbal life they're betting herbal life will go bust essentially um so he has to find reasons like he has to bring up stuff that they're doing that's deceptive or that's wrong or whatever and he to, and bring it into the mainstream to affect their stock that's what he's doing um but it's very it's, it's very interesting because you can see the methods that herbal life use so they'll target certain communities. So in America, it's it an American documentary. So in America, they'll target poor Latino um, communities, for example. Um, there's literally like a survivor's group of people that have been through the herbal life process, haven't made any money, lost money, um, because what herbal life do, they open up these shops, um, these herbal life smoothie bars or whatever. And the purpose, it makes no money with the smoothies, but the purpose of it is to recruit people. So if you open it up and you don't recruit enough people, you're in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't afford the rent to cover the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the cost. The, you, don't make, you don't sell enough smoothies to cover the rent or to cover the cost of running the business. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that was a really kind of, that was a fascinating documentary. Um, but yeah, just don't get roped into these things. And I think, you, I mean, with, with me, I could tell I could always tell when you know someone comes to me with with these kind of opportunities, but I guess because they're specifically there to psychologically, you know, almost manipulate you, it is hard. It can be hard to tell. Do you know what I'm saying? It can be it, it can be hard to kind of work out um, these things. But I guess if if it's just that they're concerned more about recruiting than they are actually the products, that's that for me. That's a key flag. But also they just have like culty behaviour. And, um, you know, they're a bit evasive with their answers and that kind of thing. But that, for me, that, that registers the, um, what do you call it? That registers, that marks it as an MLM when the business is recruiting people. Um, so, I mean, in some ways it's clever, like from their perspective, the people that set up the businesses, it's clever. Do you know what I mean? It's, um... But it's very manipulative, and to, for me, I'm against that. And also, I think in the long run, it just doesn't work. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anyone that's retired as an MLM person, and these things have been around for years. Um, so there's there's always a lot of sad stories um, with these type of things, and it can be because what they offer also is like belonging. I mean, it's why cults work. Do you know what I mean? Like cults work because you you feel like you belong to something. There's an inside group you're in the inside group and other people on the outside group and it's like if people fail 
it's oh, they just didn't get it they just weren't part of our values they didn't get it that being said people you can do well do you know what i'm saying you, you probably can do well off of doing it but it's like again there's so many better options and there's so many things that you can do that are not hurting people um not ruining people's lives or even wasting people's time even if you waste my time for a month that's a month do you know what i'm saying i could have learned whatever in that month um so there's better for me there's better options out there um well i mean there's so many like if you're talking about marketing you can you know like i mentioned before you can do shopify um you can do affiliate marketing um people do so there's a lot of stuff you can just do off your own back anyway and especially if you're selling products you can just sell products on amazon anyway this is the thing it's like what are they giving what what are you getting from them you know all right cool sense of belonging and blah 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 join a church in it you get me but what are you what are you really getting all you're getting is these products that all right some people know whatever but you can do you can do retail arbitrage anyway you can buy products from shops and sell it on amazon or you can buy stuff from china and sell it on ebay or and on amazon um you know obviously i'm i don't even care if you i'm i've got no benefit of um promoting amazon to you necessarily i know i do it but you can see the way i talk about it is not in a cult way i'm not trying to get you into it i'm just saying here's a good opportunity for you i don't get anything out of it do you get what i mean so even that just that little switch means a lot because i can tell you the bad side of amazon and i will in a further po- another podcast um but i can tell you the bad negatives of it i can tell you the positives of it i can t- i can give you the whole shebang um i can say that people don't look some people don't make money from it some people do make money from it whatever um but with uh i don't know i just don't get it man because it's like you have to sell their product whatever it is or maybe it'll be phone contracts or whatever but you have to sell their product now why would you limit yourself if you're thinking if because they make you go self-employed anyway so if you're thinking as a business person (laughs) <laughs> and people really buy into it as well like when they get involved they buy into it i see like people wearing suits and all kinds of stuff um i don't wear a suit i haven't worn a suit unless i go to a funeral or a wedding i'm not wearing a suit day to day these people these guys wear suits because and i get it it's like you want to belong to something you want to look like you're doing something it sounds great all these you know fast talkers above you like that you're kicking back money to that's all great, you know what I'm saying? But why not just look into it and sell stuff yourself? Like, why not Why not put up the money or borrow it? You're putting up £400 anyway. Put £400, get some stock, sell it on eBay, make a little profit. Even if you lose money, you've learned how to do that. You've learned that skill. Um, you know, you don't have to kick up any money to, what's it called, your upflow, I think they call it, or your up pipeline or whatever. You don't have to kick money up to anyone. Like it's your money. You're independent, so you're not you're not really independent. If you and you can't have it both ways. You can't be independent and belong to this organization. Anyway, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want. If you're doing if you're doing M- MLMs now, now you know what. Just don't do it, is it? Like, don't <laughs> even if you're at the top, yeah, bro. You're, you're or whoever. Like you're you're taking. I don't know, man. You're not putting something great into the world, in it is what I'm saying. And you're you're taking advantage of a lot of people. Um, and I just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of, of these things. Um, yeah, you know, if you want to learn how to make money, learn how to make money. You know, listen to this podcast, listen to whoever, watch whoever, but don't, 
don't buy into like these cults. Don't buy into MLMs, man. Trust me. Um, all right, so that's four. So the fifth one, I haven't really got a fifth one because I don't think they exist anymore. Um, but before there was a thing called um, DS domination, I think it was called, which was basically the idea of drop shipping from Amazon to eBay. So so not buying like you can you can do that you can buy stuff on Amazon take it home or get it delivered home and then well, you won't take it well I've got shops coming out now innit? I'm sorry I'm thinking too fast um, so it gets delivered to your house and then you list it on eBay you box it up send it on but what this DS domination thing what they're trying to do is drop shipping from Amazon to eBay so what that means is someone will buy it on eBay someone will buy your product that you've listed on eBay and instead of you having a product, you've actually listed it from Amazon because you've seen that there's a price differential. Um, so what you're doing when they buy it, when they buy it on eBay, you're buying it yourself on Amazon, but putting in their address and sending it, sending it so it goes to them. So I mean, in theory, it's not a bad idea, right? But number one, it's against all the terms and conditions of eBay and Amazon, and also you could get reported, I think, on eBay for doing it if people find out. If your customers find out um but more so you know to me that's that it's not even that bad actually it's not that bad but the problem that i have i had with it or i have with it i don't know if it still exists but if anything like this exists still exists um they don't get involved but there was like a culty kind of thing around it and it was very similar to mlms where you sign up and you pay a fee I think it was even up to a grand. Like there were different packages. Maybe it started with three hundred. But basically, they'll teach you the system of doing it, um, and then they'll put you in like a community, and maybe you have people local to you, or you know, a group or something like that, um, and then you can talk to and ask for advice. And um, so, so yeah, so you pay your money, and they teach you how to do it, and then you do it, right? Or I think there was even like a monthly fee as well. And I was thinking like, this is crazy. Like, it's not that difficult to do, number one. Like, if you learn, legitimately, if you learn for two weeks how to use eBay and Amazon, you know how to do this, right? Um, so, for me, it was just it was just this extra bit. Like, you shouldn't do it anyway. It's, it's, it's grey area. It's a bit of a grey area. And I wouldn't do it because if you get your account suspended, you're in trouble. Do you know what I'm saying? By all means, buy off eBay, sell on Amazon. Like, buy off eBay, get it delivered to your house send on Amazon, send it into Amazon, FBA, whatever. That doesn't even matter. Um, buy off Amazon, se uh, sell it to eBay. Fine, fair enough. But this drop shipping thing, you, c you can't do this, innit? <laughs> you really can't do this. Um, I'm not, I'm, but there's people, there's people that do drop shipping from different shops. Um, and I, I think the drop shipping, is not, it's not that bad, but it's just a grey area, innit? I, wouldn't, I would be careful with it, the whole thing. Um, drop shipping as in you've got a supplier and they drop ship for you and you're the front for that business um, which is similar to the Shopify uh, model which is basically that but Shopify model is drop shipping um, but mo like yeah so if, if you if you've got like a you know you're, you're in contact with a supplier they buy off you you're the front for it unless and um, you're the front for it whatever it is it doesn't matter so you can have different lines um, but in the background, in the back workings, they're sending the products, um, 
you know, the suppliers sending the products directly. So they're sending it from the manufacturers or warehouse or whatever it is. Um, so that's that's completely legitimate. That's that's it's not a bad business. I don't know too much about it, like in terms of I haven't done it myself really. Um, so I can't advise on it, but I know people that are doing well, really well from it actually. So it's not a bad idea. Um, so yeah, so if you know if you you're thinking about doing the the Amazon to eBay thing using one of these companies, that's for me. That's that's a definite no no. Like don't do that. But any any other one is still grey. But so just be careful with it. Drop shipping's alright, but you know retail arbitrage via drop shipping. Be careful with that. Um, so yeah, so yeah <laughs> just having a think um yeah i mean I, th- I think you can kind of catch the theme it's like all right so there, there's basically there's people out there it's, it's a minefield basically um there's people out there that are gonna try and manipulate and make as much money from you as they can um so and you know this cult cultish kind of you know behavior thing i'm just fully against that um but at the same time there's good info products that you can get. Um, there are good people online that you can listen to. It's just you've got to pick and choose. You, they've got to resonate with you. They've got to make sense to you. Um, you know, just just keep keep your wits about you. I think a problem with um, a lot of people getting into this is that they just want the simplest method possible, right? So they so essentially, if you don't believe in your skills, and there's no reason why you shouldn't believe in your skills because you have to acquire them somehow. So, do you get what I mean? So, obviously, when I started with whatever I started with, and I'll do another podcast about my history and that, um, but, you know, I didn't know what was going on at the start, and I had to learn how to do those things, right? So, but 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 obviously, at the start, you don't know, innit? So, you, you've, got, you've got to acquire those skills. But I think what people try and do is they try and bar, bypass that bit where they have to acquire the skills, and they just want to jump in, and then people will take advantage of that. Do you know what I'm saying? And they just want kind of like the blueprint set out for them. That's the least amount of effort, least amount of learning. They just learn whatever that system is. So this is why things like multi-level marketing um, and, you know, the Amazon thing and door-to-door sales, all these things appeal to people because you're being told exactly what to do. They're telling you, listen, if you do this, if you just believe in yourself and do A, B, and C, you're gonna make money. Look at look at our rich. Look at this guy, our CEO. He's got a bloody G4 plane. He's got a G4 jet, right? So you're looking at that. He's got a Bentley and he's got all this crap. So you're looking at that and thinking, right, wow, like that that could be me. Like, you know, the top 50 sellers get to go to Barbados or whatever. You're thinking that could be me, and they're, they're selling you a dream essentially, um, and they're saying that it's it's pretty. You know, you're gonna have to put in the work in, but we're gonna guide you every step of the way. Do your own research, like check what, what the best way up the best possibilities, the best options, all that kind of stuff. Don't just like, you know, take someone's hand and go, oh, cool. Like, but I get it. I get how they do it. You know, they kind of, it's, it is literally the same method as like, you know, the, the old cult groups like the Moonies and Scientology. I know Scientology is not old. Um, all these cult groups, this is exactly what they do. They go, oh, are you not happy in your life? Um, can't why don't you come to this meeting? We'll, we'll talk about it. Go to the meeting, talk about it. They say, oh, you know, we're having another meeting. This one costs a bit of money. Um, and then as soon as you as soon as you pay your money, 
even with your time, you're already invested. But as soon as you pay your money, you're doubly invested. And when you get invested in something, you don't, you know, you're not gonna be quick to leave it. And then from that, they can get deeper. In, and this is their whole mo is like getting people into this and getting people deeper and deeper. So obviously, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a bit extreme. But it's, but at the same time, it's not because they lose. They use the same tactics. It's exactly the same thing. You know, MLMs and all these people, they use exactly the same tactics. So, you know, what I mean, just just kind of keep your wits about you. Sorry, man, that, that got a bit, that got a bit, little bit dark. <laughs> that got a bit dark there. Um, but no, it's all good, man. You know, I just wanted to put it out there because I see a lot of people falling into these holes um, and these traps and whatever. And like, you know, don't be scared to make your own mistakes and don't be scared to kind of stand up on your own um, if you're going to go into business for yourself. Um, don't, you know go for it man don't don't rely on don't hold people's hand like use people for information use this podcast for information use whatever podcast resonates with you if this doesn't resonate with you don't listen to it do you know what i'm saying or if you think i'm <laughs> trying to get you into my cult i might set up a cult actually <laughs> yeah you just gotta pay 400 pound and then you know i don't know don't know what i'll do um but yeah man so yeah just just yeah just building up the awareness of it i guess um but yeah, like I said, man, there's, if you listen to the last podcast, there's five good ways to make money online that you can do yourself, that you don't need to sign up your, your life away or anything or give loads of money to. Um, and also, yeah, so I've, I've got a few coming up. I'm going to try and do a few. Um, if you're listening to this and you listen to the last couple, thank you. It's probably mainly family and friends anyway. Um, but thanks for listening. Um, and yeah, I'll promote it soon. Um, I'm going to do a few and then promote it, get it out there, um, get the information out there. But, yeah, man, thanks for listening. This is B Desilu. I can't say my full name every time, can I? This is B signing off. Um, and, yeah, we'll speak again. Take it easy.